Welcome back to the Christian Gals Podcast. My name is Angela or aka Ange. It's so it's such a blessing to be back and to talk and let God just work through me and T and through all of you guys. And we're just grateful, forever grateful for all of our listeners and for what God is his work and his power and his glory that is just in the body of Christ and that's in those who are obedient. And with that being said, in this episode, we're going to be talking about being imitators of God. And before we get right into it, we're going to start with the open prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and we pray and ask and we invite you into this presence to talk through us, through me and T. And we just pray and ask that each, every word that we say will be planted in, in the listener and that they be blessed by it and that they become slowly each and every day as a journey to walk into being imitators of you, Father. And we thank you once again for this opportunity to talk once again of your word and truth. In Jesus' heavenly name, amen. All right, y'all. So being imitators of God, y'all. <laughs> when I tell you this is something that is not a, a night and day transformation. This is a journey, all right? That's why. In chapter 5 of Ephesians, Paul says that, therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. We are children of God. Being children means we rely and depend on God and that we are to be obedient to God and lean on him. Okay, because, you know, earthly children, they do that with their parents. They lean and depend on their parents to provide for them. And God wants that same situation when it comes to him because he is the father. We are the children. We are his creation. And not only that, but knowing that being imitators of God, it is a walk. God, Paul says to walk in love. Okay. He didn't say jog. He didn't say run. He didn't say skip. He didn't even say tippy toe. He said walk. <laughs> so walk in love, meaning a walk is a walk. Okay. This is a long walk. God is not asking us to run to him. He asked him to walk. Okay. So know that this is a process and a journey and to walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. Okay. Learn how to walk in love. Love your neighbors. Okay. Like yourself. Love Christ because he loved us and died for us on the cross. And that is like one of the number one things we must do, you know, being with Christ. But not only that, I want to go jump down to verse four. And Paul says, let there be no filthiness, no foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place. But instead, let there be thanksgiving. So we know that when it comes to venting, when it comes to gossiping, that sometimes it, well, gossiping is always negative, okay? Venting, you know, a lot of people vent because, you know, they're angry, so they vent to others. But sometimes that could lead to you saying some things that's not, you know, that's not really positive, okay? Yes, we know that venting out our anger, but there's another thing of controlling our anger. When we constantly need a vent, that means we're not able to control our emotions, okay? And that can lead to a lot of lack of self-control when it comes to 
our emotions. And I've been there and done that. I'm part of a gossiping. Everybody love drama. Everybody love gossip. But it's it's not good at all. First and foremost, it's sad to say, but a lot of relationships are built off of gossiping, you know, but we realize that those relationships are have lack of trust in it. Because if you gossip to somebody else about somebody else, that person that you're gossiping to is not going to have trust in you. They're going to be like, oh, I'm like deep down. They'll be like, eh, no, because I know she's probably going to talk about me behind my back or his back, whatever the case may be. Whatever the case may be, gossiping is not it. It's not it's not godly at all. He said it's out of place. Paul said which are out of place. But instead, let there be thanksgiving. So instead of talking out your mouth, you know what I'm saying? Talk about God. Talk, thank God. Use your use your mouth for positive, for uplifting. Okay, to praise and worship God. To to do positive things. Okay, speak blessings. Don't curse nobody. You don't do that. Your words speak good and evil, all right? Speak good, all right? And that's one thing we must know and to to switch it. It's a process. But just every time you catch yourself about to say something that's not pleasing to God, switch it over and say, God, I thank you because now that I realize that I can now become more stronger in you and become more stronger in what I say in my self-control and to become more righteousness through you and to become imitators of you. So remember to switch it. Remember to just be aware about what you're going to say before you say it. Next thing, I'm going to jump over to let no one deceive you with empty words for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the disobedience. False teaching is very, 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 very active, especially in the body of Christ. And we must we must know God's word in order to know these false teachings. We must know that some a lot of false teachings are very contrary to God's word. I mean, they're they're because they're false. You know, it's in the word. So we must know that we must not be deceived by empty words. And empty words can even mean just what people have to say to you. Like, don't be deceived. Don't even, when people got something to say to you and it's not true, don't let don't let yourself be deceived. Don't let yourself be influenced by these empty words. They're literally empty words, okay? They hold no meaning. You only give meaning if you put emotions into it, but it's literally empty. With false teaching, do not be deceived by these, okay? Not only that, but just know that God's wrath comes upon those things. The son, the sons of disobedience, God deals with the disobedience. I'm going to go for one more, a couple more verses. Um, verse 15, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. This is verses 15 through 16, y'all look. It's so important, you know, as being imitators of God who are trying to become imitators of God to remember to look at ourselves carefully on how we walk with Christ. Okay, because we do have others who is not in the body of Christ, who is always judging and looking at us, ready to say something that we're not doing right, you know, as Christians. And we know that through us being righteousness and being imitators of God, that's how we plant seeds in, in others. And that's God does the rest. But yes, people run to blessings. People want to, to know why so many good things happening to you. And when you know that God blesses the obedient and people see just the good things that's happening in the glory of God through you, they're going to flock to that. They're going to be interested. But if we're not walking carefully, that's going to run them away. But also, that's not going to build righteousness in ourselves. And God deals with that. We don't want that. Okay? So remember to look carefully then how you walk. 
not as unwise, but as wise and wise in God's word and truth. And with that ending off, verse 19 through 20, addressing one another in psalms, hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, remember to always worship and praise God in many ways, in obedience, and in all the music and song too. You know what I'm saying? Just know that always give thanks and everything because without God, we would not be in this position. Every day, God has the power to take away our breath of life, but he doesn't, okay? Each and every day that we have another chance to live, we must rejoice in God knowing that he has assignments for us, but we must pray and ask God every day. Stay prayerful, okay? So be imitators of God. Walk, okay? This is a walk, okay? You're going to mess up. We all going to mess up every single second of the day. But if we continue to see God, he will do the rest. So I'm going to throw it over to T. And I thank you guys for listening to this part. Go ahead, girl. Basically, I agree with everything that Angela was saying as far as being followers and being imitators of God. We it is very imperative that we do that if we say that we're Christians, because to be a Christian is to be a follower of Christ. So it's very important that we actually do follow after God, follow after his commandments, follow after the word of God. You in order to follow after God, you have to be in your word. You have to know what he is saying what he's saying to do, what he's saying not to do. You have to have a strong prayer life. You have to be able to pray and be able to talk to God and tell God and hear from God as well what it is that you're supposed to be doing. So it is very important that we be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, just as Angela so eloquently put that as children, meaning like, you know, how children are, how children are so close to their parents or how they like cling to their parents and how they depend on their parents because they cannot do anything because they're children, they're babies. I mean, they can't pay bills. They can't supply food for themselves. That's how we should be with God. We can't do anything without God. We should be as children and depend solely on him, put our trust solely in him and believing that he'll take care of us, believing that he'll comfort us just as a parent does with a child, being able to comfort that child, being able to hold that child, listen to that child and give that child sound instruction, just like how we should be with God, be able to listen to God, be able to receive the instruction that he's giving us and be able to follow after the example that he has set before us, which was his son. In Jesus Christ. So I definitely agree with that. We definitely have to be followers of God. And I'm even going to drop down to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 4, which says, Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. Basically, I agree with Angela. Like, yeah, we have to cut out the unnecessary talking and the unnecessary words in our lives, the things that we say, we have to be careful that we're not foolishly talking, saying things that we have no business saying. Like Angela said about gossiping, you gossiping to other people, that's foolish talking. You're just talking just to hear yourself talk or just to get somebody told or just to talk about somebody because it feels good to your flesh. Let's be honest, y'all. Our flesh loves drama. Our flesh loves to be doing something that we don't have no business doing. 
But we have to reject that. We have to be like, no, I'm not going to talk about this person or I'm not going to say foolish things. or I'm not going to say vain things and useless, empty things. I'll even venture to go up to Ephesians chapter four, verse 29, which says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. That's what the beginning of the scripture says. We shouldn't just be saying anything and everything. We shouldn't just be foolishly talking. We have to be wise with the things that we say and the words that we say, because people will look at us and mind you, we call ourselves Christians. People going to look at us and be like, wait a minute, you say you're a Christian, but wasn't you just talking about so-and-so? And weren't you just gossiping about so-and-so? And so crazy because the people who don't be living a life after God be the first be the first person to tell you what you're doing and what you're doing wrong and what you're doing right, even though they're not living circumspectly. But most of the time, they they don't be wrong when they're saying what they're saying. It just be like, dang, like, oh, my goodness. And I've even been there myself, like, as talking about people, as gossiping. It's not worth it. Let's just not do it. Just cut out all the foolish talking and all the filthy jokes and all the filthy sayings. Like, let's not do that we can do without and i'll even go down to ephesians chapter 5 verse 6 through 8 i know that angela had read 6 and 7 so i'm going to read those again let no man deceive you with vain words and vain is empty for because of these things cometh the wrath of god upon the children of disobedience be not ye therefore partakers with them for, and this is verse eight, for ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the lo- in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. Like Paul is saying, we were once in the dark, but now that we are children of the light, we should walk as children of the light. We shouldn't compromise. We shouldn't feel like we have to scoop down to the level of a person who's foolish, of a person who's not living after God, a person who's walking in darkness, basically walking in sin. We shouldn't have to feel like we have to convert or change just to draw people or just to influence people. We should be children of the light. We say that we're Christians. We say that we're followers of God. Then we should be and act like followers of God and act like children of the light because we are no more of the darkness. We are forgetting the darkness. We are pushing that away. So we should definitely, like Paul said, that we were once in darkness, but now we are in the light. So we should walk as children in the light. We should be followers of Christ. And there shouldn't be any confusion about where you stand. If you are a follower of God and you say that you are a Christian and you say that you are a child of the light, then there should be no confusion on what side of the fence you stand on. You're either a child of God or you're not. And it's just as simple as that. I know sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we fall, but we got to get back up and we got to make sure that we turn that thing around and we do what we're supposed to do. And I'll go down to chapter five, verse 15, verse 15. And it says, see then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Wow. Like we have to make sure that we're walking uprightly. 
that we're walking carefully, that we're not walking as fools, that we're not just doing anything and everything that we see being done, especially by those who may not be living right or living after God. We shouldn't be doing those things. We shouldn't be walking and going around acting as fools, but we should walk in wisdom. And I'll go down to verse 20 as well. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, yes, it is imperative that we always give thanks no matter what and that we really become followers of Christ. Like like the topic is to be imitators of God. It is important that we really become followers of Christ. We just let God have his way in our life and the lives of the ones around us. Make sure that we are abstaining from foolish talking. Make sure that we are being children of the light and make sure that we are following after God as children. Just as children follow after their parents, we should follow after God. Let's make a conscious effort to follow after God that way. Let's make a conscious effort to depend on God, to lean on God, to trust in God, to realize that we are nothing without God and that we cannot get through this obstacle course called life without God. So I'm going to go ahead and close it out with a prayer. Righteous Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you on today, Lord God, for Angela and I's outlook and take on being imitators of God. Lord, I ask for Jesus that you allow what we said, Lord God, to touch someone, Lord God, to encourage someone, to influence someone. God, I ask for Jesus that you have your way, Lord God. I ask for Jesus that you allow the listeners, Lord God, to ponder, Lord God, on what was just said, Lord God, and that their open that their understanding is open, Lord God. I ask for Jesus that you have your way, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Have a great day, y'all.